Hello everybody, it's me Ross and welcome back to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Track the Girls Talk podcast and it's a special podcast Blue. I'm joined by my co-host and town woman skipper Blue Wilson as we discuss the quarterfinals. We are there, we beat Southampton on penalties. What a crazy day at the Gold Star ground. Blue, how are you and are you still buzzing from the weekend? Yeah, I'm great. It's been a, it was a great weekend. I mean, I'm a Liverpool fan as well, so I had... I had that cup win. We obviously got through to the quarterfinals, so it was a good day. And then the draw um, this morning has added another buzz. Um, so yeah, I haven't really slept much, much the past few nights. How have you been? I've been good. I've been very good. And uh, yeah, like everybody else, just buzzing, soaking it all in. And um, I'm pleased to say we have two special guests today. We have the gaffer, Joe Sheehan, and the goal-scoring hero, but then her goal got cancelled out because Southampton scored for the corner, but she still was a superstar. Anna Gray is with us. Um, let's go and introduce Joe first. Joe, how are you? The man who's now been involved in two historic cup runs as a manager. Are you still buzzing, my friend? I am absolutely ecstatic. Um, it's been a great few days. Um, I'm. I think I'm just so pleased that We've all been able to feel such joy. And I think, you know, even like now, I just, you know, I look back and think of, of Sunday of just being, you know, the euphoria. It was just incredible. And um, I think that, you know, in sport and football, especially for us that, you know, you you, you play competitively, you, you train hard, you have some setbacks, you... You know, you're in the team, you're not in the team, you're winning games, you're not winning games. And and for us to feel that moment on Sunday in the way that we did, it was just incredible. And, um, you know, I'm, I think we're all so pleased and, and lucky in many ways that we've been able to feel that and share that euphoric moment together. Because, um, you know, as we know, just when we thought we'd won it in extra time, we, we then go to a shootout and win it. And it was just, yeah, an incredible day for us. And, um one I'm, I'm so happy that I got to share with so many people that um, I, I see so much joy in them as well. And um, yeah, I'm still on that high. And uh, I don't hope I hope I don't come down off it anytime soon because it, it feels great. Oh, it does. What a day! What a day it was, Blue. And um, I'll let you introduce the person who scored the goal. Sub. Yes. Super sub. So our super sub on Sunday. Um, outrageous goal. Outside the boot volley, um, we've got Anna Gray. How are you, Anna? Very good, thanks. Still buzzing, um, obviously, from the win. Uh, still thinking about my goal, <laughs> thinking about all the penalties. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy that we won, and there's definitely some memories that we've made that will last a lifetime. How many times have you watched the goal back so far? <sighs> I'm not sure, I'll be too embarrassed to say how many times I think. <laughs> I was it's all my family. Yeah, but yeah, I've watched it back a lot, and it's great that's got a different angle to it as well, isn't it? Because normally yeah. it's a different angle, but this was a behind the angle. Bonnie being very brave to get that header in and then playing it to you, and oh, what an absolute bowing goal! Um, we'll get to, to that and the, the late drama later on, but let's talk about um, the day itself. Um, Joe, the first half it was a, a typical cup scrap, maybe predictable. Um, both sides cancel each other out. Um, how are you feeling going into the, the first half? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we, we had an opportunity, I think, and we said this at the start of the game that, you know, a couple of years ago, we had a, a, a moment at, at home against Norwich with a good kind of fans' numbers. Um, sorry, that didn't make any sense. Uh, a good attendance of supporters that, that come to watch us. And um, I felt like that that was the start of something. And, and we just felt at the start of the game on Sunday with an increased crowd again. Um, in, in a big cup competition at, at the latter end of it, we had another opportunity to go another layer, another level, and we wanted to ensure that we grasped that. We, we really made the mo- most of that moment. And whether that contributed to maybe a bit of a scrappy start, I don't know. Um, but I think that our, our shapes cancel each other out quite well. I think we, we play against each other. And as we said at the end of the game, chances are always few and far between. And, you know, the pitch doesn't help real attractive play. And that's just how it is. And we know that. So in terms of from a from a productivity perspective, 
you know, we're not going to produce some mind-blowing football. Um, but you know, I think we can be better than we was. I still think that, that the game in itself, from one to nine, it was was a, was an average performance at best. I think, um, and, and they arguably were a little bit better than us in terms of their overall gameplay. Um, but you know, we we knew that you know what we had was was we, we were fighters. You know, we we compete, we run hard. Um, and what we started to see in extra time and, and towards the end of the, the second half, actually, is that we see players run really hard. We see players compete. We see players find a second wind. And and sometimes that in, in football, you know, if, you, if you're not on top of your game, but you, you carry those key fundamentals, you can just be unstoppable. And, um, you know, we, we won the game because, you know, we had tremendous heart, tremendous character. A togetherness that, that carried us through some challenging moments, some pressure moments. Um, we went on to win a shootout. So not not the best performance from one to nine. It was we expecting it to be. Maybe not. I'd like to have us to have been a bit better and created some chances and maybe gained some momentum in, in their half and final third and, and kind of uh, put them on the ropes a little bit. And I don't think we've done that. Um, but, but we won the game and so we're so pleased that we did. Indeed. And um, Blue, on the touchline... Um... How are you feeling that first 90 minutes? Um, very predictable, um, as I said. Uh, teams can't see each other out, defending so well. Um, was there moments where you were feeling a bit nervous because Southampton nick a goal somewhere, a scrappy goal? Maybe that was what's going to happen. Someone's going to score wildly, like Anna did, or maybe a defensive error. Yeah, I think the first 20 minutes, um, Southampton really sort of came out of the box quite quick. Um, but we sort of we dealt with that um, and we coped. We looked a bit shaky maybe in the first sort of few minutes um which is understandable big crowd big occasion um but after that it was sort of a game of half chances like joe said not great football um but it was always going to be scrappy um especially when you got players like kyra and bonnie scrapping out which i thought it were unbelievable on sunday yeah. um and really sort of got us got us ticking and broke up their play um but yeah, as the game sort of went on, EK had that goal disallowed and I jumped up from the bench to celebrate. I didn't see the flag. Um, so that from that moment, I was like, you know what, we're going to score. We're, we're going to win this game. Um, so that sort of set a belief and maybe that affected our scoring first and extra time. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, very even game. Um, but yeah, we we got it done. Even after after goalkeeper coming on scoring, um, we got it done. And um, Anna, at your third minute, you had to come on. Um, not much left to go in normal time. How are you feeling going on? And what's Joe saying to you? What to do? Of course, Lucy, Lucy Egan had to come off because of a head injury. I think Tash came off as well because she had an injury. So you had to come on there to to be that. I think, did you go did you go wing back? Wing back? I went wing back for about yeah. four or five minutes. And then obviously Tash come off. And then it was whether I was going to go nine or ten. And Joe said go nine. And I just thought I've just got to run hard because obviously they'll be tired. So I just ran, ran, ran my legs off. And obviously, luckily, Bonnie was there to head it down. I didn't even think about it, just hit it. And luckily, it went over our head. Um, but yeah. Unbelievable scenes. And of course, I'm always going to be one of those people saying I'm annoyed because you celebrated the wrong way. But it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's a goal. When it went in the back of it, um, I'll just be going, oh, God, here we go. Uh, Joe, how are you feeling when Anna put that ball in the back of the net? What hit? Remind me of John Anarisa Bluski in the uh, Liverpool days. Absolute hammer of a left foot. Yeah, not bad. Um, yeah, it all happened so quick. And I think, as Anna said there, just instincts, you know, and sometimes that something just drops for you and you make that decision to hit it. And she struck it absolutely brilliantly. Um, I was so pleased, actually, um, you know, and Anna, I'm sure won't mind me saying that, I had a good chat with her and, and EK on, on Friday about, you know, what what their impact might look like and, and it might be either seeing the game out for us or one of them coming up with a moment of magic. And, um, you know, I thought EK was going to be back page when, when she scored. Um, it was Anna's it was Anna's show. And um, and that's where, you know, in football, that, like we said at the start, really, that you know, players players want to play and we understand that. But, you know, I, I just had a feeling, had a feeling that Anna or EK were going to come on and sc to score to get us back in it, put us, put us in front or see the game out. I'm going to play a really pivotal part of that. I truly believe that during the week. Um, 
I'm sure we'll come to it, but I always thought the game was going to go to a shootout. Don't know why. For eight days, I thought the game was just going to go to penalties. Um, and obviously, when Anna, Anna put us 1-0 up, and um, we'd actually worked on a shape to see a game out that we kind of changed to a little bit. Um, and I didn't I didn't feel like they were going to score, to be honest. I thought, as you said, Bonnie and Kyra were outstanding. But I also thought Zoe Barrett run really hard, you know, and... and you have to appreciate the work that, that her and Maddie have to do in those positions out of possession. And, and Zoe was relentless with her work. Right? I think she covered nearly 15K, I think, just over 15K. Um, so I thought, you know, her work shouldn't go underestimated. Um, and obviously we couldn't hang on because the goalie comes up and headers one in the top corner, which was outrageous. But yeah, it was no concern for me because... Um, you know, it was always going to go to a shootout in my eyes. And as soon as that goal goes in, um, all my reaction was was to get the two penalty takers on the pitch that we had planned for. Um, and then that's a story in itself because Lucy O'Brien was prepared all week to take a penalty. Izzy was, but she didn't know she was, um, which was intentional. And she didn't know she didn't need to know. We felt that she was going to potentially come on and take a penalty. We, we felt Lucy needed to know because she couldn't play any part of the game. So she was preparing to take a penalty. So that was as soon as the goal went in. I didn't feel any disappointment. I didn't feel any despair. It was almost like get the subs on, get the cards to the fourth official, get them on. Whistle goes, and we'll go and win a shootout because that's that's all we had prepared for to go and win a penalty shootout. So we, we spoke about that to the team. Go and win the shootout. It wasn't a lottery. It wasn't a well done for getting this far, unlucky for conceding a goal. It was own the moment, go go forward, rise high with your shoulders, strike the ball well, put it in the net because we were going to win the shootout. Um, and we took four absolutely incredible penalties. I think for Lucy and Izzy to go one and two um, shows incredible guts, incredible bravery um, in that moment. To, to step forward and, and get us off the mark. And I felt really confident, actually, after those two went in, um, that, that we were going to win. I thought we were going to win a shootout anyway, but Sarah saving the first one. Zoe struck one brilliantly. Paige Peak was never going to miss. Um, and even if Sarah hadn't have saved, Bonnie was going to score the winner anyway. So, yeah, absolute elation. And, um, you know, I was really proud of, of, of the team. I was really proud of, really, really proud, actually, of, of Lucy and Izzy for stepping forward in that moment. And I was also really proud of Jack, actually, who had supported me with that kind of work as of last week. You know, we, I spoke to Jack Monday, Tuesday, and I, I told him over the phone we, we was going to go to a shootout and he'd done some work on their penalties. We spoke how we would approach it with our players in terms of who we would decide to go with. Um, what did we need to do in the build-up to the week to ensure that the appropriate players were, were prepared? Um, the, only, the only difference I thought Laff might go before Zoe, um, but Zoe went at a three. I, I kind of had Laff as three, but that, that had changed at last minute. But, you know, there was no real issue. Um, so, yeah, an incredible feeling, incredible moment. I think that, you know, even feeling the elation and, and looking at Jack and knowing that, you know, we'd, we'd kind of done something that had paid off in a huge moment in, in the biggest game of the club's history for such a brave decision for our courageous players to step forward off the back of conceding it to a goalkeeper to go and score four penalties in a row is something that that they'll be telling stories about in years to come because that is absolutely huge and um yeah i'm, I'm just so pleased for everybody that was involved in it definitely and um Blue, I'll, I'll sort of let you talk about the penalties as well. And um, if you can, let the listeners know who Jack is and what he does, just in case listeners don't know. Um, but take away. Yeah, so Jack um, is a sports psychologist. So he's in with us quite often, actually, normally on a Friday night and then always a match day. Um, but yeah, Jack Jack's an amazing person, actually. Um, absolutely loves us. Um, is, so, is so, so committed. Um, is really sort of bought in to what we're building and what we have built um, has been a key part of that. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure his prep would have been very, very good. Um, and I know that he's he he's always spoke about penalties and the psychology of penalties, and I know that really interests him. Um, so, yeah, I think it's probably a key part of why we the penalties were so good. Um, I think preparation is key for moments like that in high-pressure situations. And Lucy O'Brien said something to me, actually, um, 
so obviously she she kind of knew that she was going to come on and take a pen um obviously uh what's she done she's stunned something to her wrist so can't play but she was going to take a pen um and she said to me after after it all happened after the after, aftermath she she was like on the way back as I was running I scored the pen on the way back I said to myself pressure builds diamonds or pressure makes diamonds I was like that's the most Lucy O'Brien thing I've ever said uh, I've ever heard um but yeah I think she's wise beyond her years um and I think moments like that will just build on that um but yeah please I'm so so pleased so so pleased but like like everyone I think in the squad we we have that underlying confidence that actually come on let's win this um but I'll throw that over to you actually Anna obviously you're on the pitch um what was what was the mood like before the penalties as you were not deciding who was going to take them but before the penalties were taken what was the what was the vibe um I don't think it was as nervous as everyone would assume it was I think the girls that were taking it they knew how good they are at penalties and we knew as well especially having Quants in goal um very good keeper so I think we weren't as nervous as we could have been I think Obviously, it's a bit of a pressure situation, but I think we're all there for each other, and we knew we knew that we could get it done. And yeah, it was a nice thing to be a part of. It wasn't it wasn't that nervous. No one was that nervous. I was nervous. I was I was once I started, I was like, oh my god, my heart, my heart was gone. Um, but I think that's because I couldn't affect it at that moment. Um, but yeah, amazing day, amazing day. Just a little bit on Jack actually, which is quite interesting, is that the work we'd done for our penalty takers was great, but. Jack had actually dug through the archives and, and had gone back two or three years on Southampton's penalty takers and had produced something for Sarah. So at the end of the game, I'm speaking to various different media people and referencing Jack for his incredible work on, on the penalties that Sarah had saved without actually realising that all the penalty takers that he had done research on were not actually on the pitch. Oh, no. so, um, yeah, it wasn't until like later on um, I was with Jack later on in the evening and uh, I was like, I could not believe that. I was like referencing you to all these different media people. Oh, guy, Jack had, you know, I'm, of course I'm not surprised Sarah would say penalties because Jack had given her uh, everything she needed. And he was like, yeah, just on that, um, none of them were actually playing. <laughs> so the, only, the only person that was actually on the pitch that Jack had penalty information on was Kayla Rendell, the goalie. Um, because she's taken one a few years ago or however long ago that he had kind of identified. So she was the only player left on the pitch that he had any information on that was um, that still playing. So I was like, all right, thanks for that, Jack. <laughs> so yeah, Sarah, because um, yeah, she just happened to guess right, I, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's quite a funny story. Definitely. And I'm sure Jack's listening. I know he is. So hello, Jack. Um, it's a pleasure to have you involved and all that. Uh, we'll get him on the show at some point to talk about talk about that and also talk about all the other things he does as well. Um, let's just round up the, the game itself. We're still buzzing. We're still soaking it all in. Uh, Blue, any other notes you want to mention? And we'll go around and get other things from Joe and Anna. No, I just think it's, it's great to have so many people there. New attendance record. Um, that definitely added to the day. But yeah, overall, just a day that I'll remember for a long time. Um, even though I wasn't playing, I still, I still had the adrenaline before. Still, definitely had the adrenaline after. Um, so yeah, and it's it's led to a, a cup tie in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup at home, um, which is just unbelievable. So yeah, great day, great day. Indeed, uh, it was great to see you know yourself, Pesky, and everyone who unfortunately not able to play, but they're just hugging everyone, just enjoying it. I know there's a moment, Joe. I just saw you with just your head in your hands, just like just can't believe this is happening. You know, any other notes you want to mention? Yeah, great crowd once again, a record-breaking crowd. Can we break it again for the West Ham game? Yeah, no, as I say, it was um, an incredible day for us and one that we, we should never forget because, um, you know, there are so many um, challenging moments throughout playing careers, like we said, and uh, I think you have to enjoy those euphoric moments. Um, and I was just so proud to see the joy that we brought to our players, that we brought to some supporters, um, some that, that couldn't be with us. I know Aaron was in hospital. Um, people like Maddie that, that comes to interview us, you know, to see the elation that she felt, um, our families, parents, our partners. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that was a really proud moment for me. And I, I must add as well, Southampton were, were great, incredibly gracious. I received a really nice uh, message off of 
Marion Spacey yesterday, um, wishing us well. And um, they're, they're a really classy team. So um, hats off to them as well for a really competitive game and I think showcasing the level of, of, of Tier 3 um, in, in what we're able to achieve year in, year out. Um, and yeah, huge, huge respect for them and what, what they've been doing. And um, it's really, really happy that Sunday happens to be our day again. Yeah. And one thing I saw, you know, from the video of Sarah's winning penalty, she showed absolute class as well. It was very quickly, but she did a thumbs up to their goalkeeper. And of course, everyone then jumped on her. But just for her to have that split second, not to go crazy, just sort of respect to goalkeeping union and all that, just to go well played and then classy. Um, Anna, any other notes you want to add from the game? Um, coming off the bench, scoring the goal, then watching the penalties and then just celebrating your teammates afterwards. It's um, just a great day all together. And as you said, memories that will last forever as well. Yeah, it was a great day. And I think whilst I'd have loved to score the winner, I think the way that the game ended and it happened um, was the best way, obviously, because fans that were coming for the first time, it was great for them to watch and hopefully they'll be back for more. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's going to hopefully expire the next generation of supporters and, and players. So um, that's what it's all about. Um, let's talk about then the draw. Um, happened this morning. Took a while, um, as standard. Um, but West Ham at home. Um, I think we were wanting to have a home draw because... The gold star, make it a fortress as ever. Blue, when that came out, the draw was happening. Man City got came out at home and thought, oh God, not again. But um, thankfully, it was West Ham at home. What's your feelings on that? Yeah, I think we all had that thought when Man City got drawn out second to last. We're thinking, oh, no, please, 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 no. Um, but then obviously avoided that. And then we, I wanted to be at home. I didn't really mind who we got. I think Coventry would have been nice, but um, I didn't mind who we got other than that, as long as it was home. Um, so yeah, it'll be another great occasion. Um, so yeah, I can't wait. And we haven't got long to wait on the 20th. So yeah, I'm buzzing. And uh, Joe, you were buzzing when um, a voice message came through on the our group chat. And uh, when West Ham draw, explain your feelings on the draw. I'm just pleased to win money again. Um, <laughs> I, had West Ham. I had West Ham at home in the sweepstakes. So I've won the money that I've kind of put in over the last sort of three or four rounds. So I'm delighted with that. Um, yeah, I think um, I think as I've made it public knowledge that I think we wanted to avoid one of the, the real big three teams away. I think you know we've experienced that, um, and whilst we could have gone to Arsenal, Chelsea, or Manchester City, and kind of seen how much we've grown and, and developed, also I think it can be really challenging afternoons, um, especially on the surfaces that they play on. So I think it's really important we played at home. You know, obviously looking at the, the pyramid and, and knowing that Coventry are essentially one place above us, um, we know maybe that the challenging situation that, that Birmingham and, and Everton are in, I guess, without a manager, uh, they're still left in the competition. And West Ham were kind of in between, I think, you know, kind of middle of the pack, a team that um, I think have made, made great strides, have had a reasonably successful season, I think, but a team that I, I don't think carry the same kind of um, fear, I guess, that, that Chelsea can, because I think that that would have been really difficult to be away at someone like Chelsea. So, yeah, I think it's a great tie for us. Um, it won't be easy, um, but but certainly a, a game that I think that we can we can compete in um, if, if we get our preparation right and we we can turn up on the day and, and perform. And who knows, you know, and that, that's what makes the tie quite exciting. Actually, is that we just don't know. You know, people will say it's winnable. I'm sure West Ham will be delighted with it. Um, and, and in football and, and especially the FA Cup, you know, why not cause another upset? Indeed. Last day, Anna, um, the quarterfinals at home. That makes it just more special. It's going to be at home again. How are you feeling when you saw that draw? Um, I set my alarm, made sure that I woke up for it. And then I was watching Pancakes for ages. And then obviously the draw finally got underway. And then I was hoping that we wouldn't get City. Uh, Chelsea or Arsenal when we got West Ham and it was at home that was great um, so I can't wait for them to come down to the Gold Star see what they're made of Indeed as, as Blue said March 20th 2pm at the Gold Star bring it on look forward to that of course we'll bring you a special podcast um, when that happens um, okay then it's quiz time um, and Blue is in charge this week because um, last week I had a mare didn't I an absolute mare a lot of people told me Joe told me in, in person on Thursday when I came down for training and said you had a mare, boy. You had a mare. So you're in charge this week. Take it away, Blue. I am. So I've got I've got four questions. Yeah, I've got four questions. Um, and then a tiebreaker if we need it. Um, I'm going to open up to all of you. So Ross, you are included. 
Um, so yeah, we'll start off. We'll start off. Um, are they a couple come up on screen, Ross? Yes. That'd be lovely. Okay. So when we last play, played Bridgewater uh, in the league at home, who assisted Tasha's winner from a corner? Is there options we, or not? So there is options, yes. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so we've got Bonnie, Zoe Barrett, or Laugh. Hmm, from a corner. Let's start, but then... let's start off with you, Ross. Oh, dearie me. Um, I was waiting for Joe to answer because he probably Yeah, knows. I know. I know you were. Uh, I'm going to go, because Laffy's got a lot of assists. I'm going to go Laffy. That's just an obvious one to go for. Okay. Anna? I would have said Laffy, but I, have a, I feel like Bonnie might have been taking them at that point. So I'm going to go with Bonnie. Okay. Joe? Bonnie. Correct answer is Bonnie. Oh. What? I knew oh, Laffy catch someone out. I knew Laffy oh. catch someone out. The one time she doesn't get an assist, and it's yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair play. Fair play. Okay, 1-1 one, one to Joe and Anna, and I'm losing, as always. Okay, so the next one's on West Ham, are the next opponents in the FA Cup. Um, so they reached the final of the FA Cup in 2019, uh, where they played City. What was the score in that game? So I'll give you some options again. Um, so 3-1, 3-0, or 4-0. City wins, obviously. Yeah. I, the thing is, I was there. I was actually taking pictures. My first ever appearance of taking pictures at Wembley, so I should know this. But, uh, you should know this. You should this is a couple of years ago. A lot has happened in the world since then. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that is for were sure. you there, Joe? Did you go there, Joe? Were you there again? Well, I was yeah. there, yeah. Were you there, Anna? No, I don't know. Oh, I think okay. I was there, I think I was yeah. there. Yeah. Well, we've got I'll a bit of advantage you. here. I'll come, to, I'll come to you, Anna, first. I think four. I'm going to go four now. Okay. Ross? Joe's definitely going last, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm I think it is four nil. I don't, I don't remember West Ham scoring. I know it was like a... Yeah, I know West Ham, they tried their best, but they... Got yeah, battered by Man City. So 4-0. Don't know West Ham scoring. I don't know if West Ham did score. Oh no. Oh no. I don't remember. I thought this was gonna be an easy one. It's interesting. I think they did. I know Hemp scored the last goal. She scored oh, a no. lot. She lobbed a goalie from about 35 yards out. I can remember the goals actually. I just can't remember how many of them. Um so, what are the options? 3 1, 3 0, 4 1, 4 0. 4 0, yep. I'm going to go 4 0. So, you've all gone for 4 0. Incorrect. 3 0. Oh. 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 So, so, so no, so no points on that one. No points on that oh, one. Um, of course, listeners play at home. Let us know how you get on. Kieran, of course, I'll know he's listening. See how he gets on. Uh, no cheating. Make sure you know, you've got to do it on top of your head when you hear it. Okay, Blue. Over, over to you next. So Anna, you scored your first senior goal um, in an FA Cup game against Norwich, where we won six-one. What minute did that goal come in? <laughs> what kind of question is that? So I thought that this was. I think I'm going to give you some options. Obviously, I'm not going to guess. I'm going to guess. Thank God. So, was it the third minute? Was it the 13th minute or was it the 23rd minute? Hmm. It was the first goal as well. I'll give you that. Yeah. First goal. Six goals in a game. I can't think the other goal scorers here. First goal for the senior team. See, I thought you'd remember this. Was this the... Um, is this, a, this was Sunday. That wasn't the Wednesday night Yeah, this is the Sunday one. Okay, Sunday, Sunday, yeah. One, yeah. Sunday. Um, I'm going to go... Third minute. Okay. Mm. Oh, did we score early? Or did it take a while for us to score and then we scored loads afterwards? I'll, I'll, can Joe answer the first? I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that again, Joe. You got a three in it. Definitely got a three in it, yeah. <laughs> 13. Okay, 13. I was going to go 13, but should I just go. With 23, 
or should I follow the goal scorer's number? I think I'm going to follow Anna's. I'm going to go three. It's correct. Three. He scored three minutes in. <laughs> ah! Oh, Joe Foy got it. He did it. He did it. I remember okay. because my mum got there late and she missed my goal. And I was like, cheers. Oh, got it. He's going. He's going. Um, okay, what's the scores? Are we needing a tiebreaker? Current scores. Yeah, it is. So, Ross, you're on one. Joe, you're on one. Anna is currently winning with two. Okay. So, yeah. Pop the next question up, Ross. I don't know what order you've done it in. Okay. So, this is the tiebreaker, but I think maybe we'll do it anyway. We'll do it anyway. Okay. So, we've only conceded one goal this season in the FA Cup against Southampton. Um, How many goals have we scored in the FA Cup this season? Not including the pens that we had on Sunday. Just now looking back at all the games, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, We've had five games up to this point. That's a that's a hint. I'm going to turn you down for a minute so I can concentrate. (laughs) Fair play. It's it's getting serious in this. It's getting serious on this. Do we give whoever gets it spot on? They win it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Why not? Yeah. Well, we can do a, we can share the prize. I'm just trying to, I'm, I, I actually think I'm talking, I'm not even thinking of my answer here. Okay. That goal, that goal, that goal. Okay. Okay. Anyone want to go first? Ross is learning how to count again. He's forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, how many? So how many games have we played? Can we? Can you give that as a clue? Five oh, games. I can't remember three. I really well, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Possibly. Do we play? Oh no, we we play one. Yeah, don't we? I've got it. Is there a time limit? I've got it. Yeah, we've got yeah time limit. It's done now. We've got to go. Okay. Answers. Anna first, please. Uh, gonna go with nine goals. Okay. Ross. Oh, it's gonna wait for Joe to say. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Anna's number eleven. Eleven. Okay. Nice number that. Joe. Ten. Joe's correct. It's ten. Oh, bugger. We were close. We were close. It's a good spread. Four two two one one. Correct. Where am I thinking of this other goal? I'm putting another goal somewhere. But there we go. So are, we giving, are we giving that as a Joe win or are we giving that as a draw, Anna and Joe? I mean, well, what is confirmed is that you lost, Ross. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, yeah. Not, not very good for me. Um, I think I should be the quiz master going forward again because um, I'm terrible. Or should we think of, or should you want me to quickly chuck out a question? Another yeah. question. Could do. Yeah? Yeah, okay. could do. Yeah, let's do Let that. Me... Yeah, I'll get the correct answer. Um, <laughs> let's, let's do... Um, I can't think. I cannot think. Uh, let's do. It's not good for audio. This at all. I'm gonna go with what month is Sarah Contral's birthday? <laughs> the hero. It's a horrible question. It's a horrible question. Or shall I bring you options? Can I give you three options? Options. Okay. Is it April, July, or is she a Christmas December baby? December. I don't know if Kieran will know this because he will do a tweet. I think it is December because I think oh, it's recently Kieran put a happy birthday up. I'm going to go. You're December. both wrong. It's July. It's July. Uh, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. It'll be July, though. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that that was that was a rubbish rubbish question. Um, but let them both have it. But that yeah, we'll that's quiz that. time. Yeah, we'll end on that. We'll end on that. Um, okay then, it's time for question time with Anna. Uh, we will bring Joe involved because, um, of course, Joe brought Anna to the football club. Um, I think hopefully. Um, but Anna, the question I always like to ask, I guess, is the start of life for you in football. Um, who got you into it? Where did it all begin for you? Um, uh, my dad got me into it. Um, he's a Spurs fan. Loves, lives and breathes football. Um, I started at Stortford and my dad was actually my coach for a few years. Um, 
but yeah, I started at Stortford and my dad was my manager. So yeah, thanks to him, um, he got me started. Yeah, and of course, um, you you went to Spurs and you joined us. Um, Joe, how did you sort of discover? And I'm sure you would have seen a, you know, playing for Vista Torford and just in that region. How, how did you discover Anna? I didn't actually. Um, okay. I uh, I started at the club, overseeing what we obviously launched uh, with regards to our academy, and we, we actually hosted um, regional camps at the training ground um, from I think what the age groups. 12s, 14s, 16s, I think. Um, and then our academy team were part of that kind of camp having just launched um, by, the S- by the FA's initiative. So it, it just so happened that the under-16 group um, that, that Anna was part of that involved a few of our other academy players at the time. Um, and yeah, they were kind of brought, her, her and Abby Lafayette were brought to our attention then. And um, and yeah, I think you know, in regards to what we set up was was to try and uh, commit and give opportunity for a player pathway in our region for, for players sixteen and above. And and it was someone that had been highlighted as part of, I guess, the FA's talent pool in this region. Um, and at that that point, any anyone that showed any kind of potential, we were we were committing to. Um, and that wasn't everybody, by the way. Although we were starting out an academy from fresh, we wasn't wasn't bringing in everybody. Um, there, were, there were plenty of no's. Um, we saw something. If we saw something in, in, in a player that had a bit of potential, then we wanted to invest in that and we wanted to kind of polish that diamond to see how far we could take it. And um, Anna was one of those, that, that group that, that we brought in. Um, and yeah, I think we're just so excited by her raw pace, um, what, what she could offer. I think um, I'm big on big on speed. I think it's, it's so powerful to have it, especially in attacking areas. And if you can uh, you can bring if you can bring that that physical profile, and we can we can help players develop from a tactical and a, and a technical perspective, then we can we can develop one hell of a player. And yeah, that's what we've been trying to do now since Anna's been with us. But yeah, that, that's how it started. Um, you know, and it's it's been uh, it's been a real good upward um, graph since. So yeah, really pleased. And this will be a silly question, Anna, but have you always been quick? Is that something you always, you know, is it something, did you do a lot of running as well with athletics and stuff like that? Or has it just always been football? Uh, yeah, I started with athletics and football. Um, I did, I think I actually did 800 metres um, when I did athletics. Um, I did a little bit of t- uh, 100 metres, but when you um, flex at a higher level, like I'm not actually that quick compared to them. Um, but in football, it seems to work. Um, but yeah, I did both for a while and then I had to choose between a flex and football and I chose football. Um, a little bit more enjoyable than a flex is. Yeah, and um, Blue, the standard question, I'm going to put you on the spot as always, to talk about a teammate. Um, what was your first thoughts on Anna? Did you know much about her before she signed and when you signed as well? So like Laugh, I first met Anna through the regional camps um, because we were at different ACCs, so you get brought together. Um, and the strange thing is, Anna, Anna and Laugh now are quite, quite big characters in our in our squad, I'd say. But back then in regionals, when we were like under 14s to sort of under 16s, honestly, I would not hear a word from either Anna or Laugh. Like honestly, it's like two different people. I can't connect the two. It's the strangest thing. Um, but I remember you had some. I remember your Astros actually. We were playing on grass. Yeah, <laughs> so we were training at Ipswich actually and Anna had some Astros on grass and I remember I don't know why I remember that maybe because it's a bit weird but yeah um, but I think again pace running with the ball even from the regional camps um, I don't think many people ever tackled you because you just you just sprinted with the ball um, so I think that's probably my sort of most the uh, most yeah the earliest memory of Anna I'd say but I'll ask you a question about the East sort of region. There's quite a few of our squad that's come through the East region. Um, what was it like? Obviously, being coached by your dad, it's not on a it's not an academy like some of the girls who are coming through Chelsea or Arsenal or even some of the RTCs. Was it difficult or was it okay because that's all you knew? Um, I think being coached by my dad. Um... I think he knows his stuff, um, but I think he was a bit more harsh on me than he was other players. Had lots of um, silent journeys in the car on the way home from games. 
Um, but he definitely helped me to get to where I am, I think, and he still does. Um, and obviously, when it's your dad, you know he believes in you. He might be harsh on you, but he's definitely helped me. Yeah. And of course, Joe, you know, you gave Anna her debut. She's gone and score a couple of goals for, against Norwich. Um, what are your, your thoughts on her start to life at town during that season? You know, a lot of people made her debut. Pescott, Page Peak, Laffey, a lot of Black Blue, you know, bringing a lot of these young players in, you know, you had to rely on players like Anna to create chance and stuff. You know, what, what's your memories of those first few months of her breaking through? Yeah, like we said, you know, so, so quick. And um, one thing I probably forgot to add is actually was prepared to use it and impact it. Um, a real positive person, uh, confident in, in terms of carrying the ball and be willing to, to go past players is, is a huge asset because it's it's okay having that that speed, um, but it's being prepared to use it. And, and Anna was prepared to to have a go at, at teams, you know. And that that's, that was something that really really appealed. And I think you know, as as a lot of our players come from so many different journeys, and, and I think one of the things that that we are always mindful of, even with our academy now, that we have we have players that come into us that have had four or five years of kind of elite talent pathway. And then we have players that have, have literally none and have come through grassroots and have come through various other different kind of pathways. And it's just working out how we how we try and upskill and we educate and, and we kind of bring them on par in, in terms of the tactical elements of the game, in terms of the elite athlete and, and what it takes to, to keep kicking on. Um, and I know that you know, if, if you've not been exposed to it, it's very difficult, I guess, to understand what how you have to actually uh, conduct and behave and, and, and be an elite athlete. And I think that what Anna is a great example of someone that if you played played under a dad and, and been part of that environment and then that opportunity to come into something that was set up from an elite perspective and, and has kind of had to be fast-tracked a little bit, um, but it's adapted brilliantly. Uh, and I think that when you, when you have to fast-track players because... You know, I think to come to terms with playing against Arsenal, Manchester City in, in the space of coming into a program for however however long, um, you've got to learn fast, and it, it's really difficult actually, especially when you've got such a mixed bag of players that have had that, been exposed to it. So, I think a testament to Anna really that that she's, I think she's, she's she's faced a lot of hurdles as well in terms of challenges and, and we even have it now with players that have come out of that environment but you know has really kind of adapted and adjusted and, and and kicked them down at times and jumped over and really high and and that's why I'm so pleased that in the space of coming to our academy I mean I, I don't even know how long she'd have been with us before she was running at Steph Alton at Manchester City uh, but it won't have been long and, and that, that is a huge success story in itself that you know she plays in a game like that and tries to impact it against the England captain, having only previously been in our academy for a couple of years, if, if even if that. So, yeah, um, you know, huge testament to her, and, and she's constantly growing. And you know, I think she can she can achieve really really big things um, over the next however many years. Um, you know, and hopefully she'll be one of many that can that can really kick on in their careers. Definitely, and Anna, unfortunately, you've had some setbacks with injuries. Um, start this season, not been in the team. Um, how has it been like playing tier three football? And um, hopefully, you can kick on for the rest of the season. That goal, I'm sure, is going to give you that extra burst of life going for the rest of this end of this season. A, a big, you know, for the promotion push and then the quarterfinals as well. Yeah, I think playing in tier three, it's obviously another step up from tier four what we had, and I think it took me a little while to hit the ground, especially with injuries. Um, but hoping to build on um, Sunday's performance and just really kick on and see what tier three is about, get as many minutes as possible and obviously hopefully achieve our ultimate goal of um, promotion. Indeed. And uh, Blue, any other notes for, for Anna to for question time with her? Um, maybe just looking back to Southampton and obviously you're involved with uh, the Huddersfield game, which I think probably for me before the Southampton game was the craziest game that I've been involved with. How how would you compare your sort of Huddersfield experiences sort of two years ago in the FA Cup to what happened on Sunday? Has it topped it or because I remember in that game, I remember you running, just running and running and running. Um, and I think probably Sunday was similar. Um, I think they're both very different experiences. I think I was a lot younger back then. Um, 
And I think I was actually sick before the game, like literally, I think we were about to walk out three minutes before I'm throwing up and being sick um, and it's probably nerves. Um, but like you said, I just ran, ran all that game. I don't know how I did. Obviously no breakfast in me. Um, but yeah, it was, it's a good experience. I think we watched, we watched clips back of that um, maybe a few months ago and it just brought back all the memories of that and how excited we were at that age, running into the dugout at halftime. Um, but yeah, I did get slightly similar vibes at Southampton, you know, because we really, we really worked hard, same work ethic that we had at Huddersfield. Um, but they were both great experiences. Um, yeah, I think Southampton might top it because um, obviously we got to score finals and scored a cheeky goal. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that Huddersfield game was amazing. That, that Those new slides, that bundle of, you know, when Maddie scored that goal um, and just unbelievable scenes. And um, once again, memories to, to last forever for everybody, staff, players fans alike um okay then we'll wrap up here and talk about a game this weekend we're back in league action of course a long trip down to bridgewater um of course you mentioned it on the quiz we played them at home of course tasha to score a late winner from a corner to get the three points um joe how are you feeling going into this one now having to now okay put that aside yet yeah, we're in the quarterfinals the fa cup but back to league action um bridgewater are there there are a decent side. They're currently sitting fifth in the league. Um, 16 games, nine wins, three draws, four defeats um, on 30 points. How are you feeling about this one? Yeah, it'd be, be a real real good game, I think. I'm really excited for it. I think um, feeling this this high wave we're currently on, I think we want to try and stay on top of that. And um, I think it's, a great, it's going to be a great feel-good factor in our group at the moment. Um, we want to build on that and um, we have eight league games to go now. It'd be a really good journey down actually. I'm really looking forward to it. It'd be a great, great day Saturday, great evening. Um we're hoping that those those kind of positive vibe that we're all feeling at the moment um can, can help us put in a really good performance on Sunday. And what will I think be a really difficult pitch, um, but one we've become accustomed to over the last four or five weeks. So um yeah, it'd be a real scrap again, I think. I think it'd be a real challenging game, yeah, real real good team and uh, we'll have to we'll have to be at our best. Um, in, in how we prepare and how we how we work and then how we try and perform in, in the key moments of the game to, to score the required goals and, and stop any threat on our goal. So, yeah, looking forward to it. So we're in a good place at the moment. And um, you know, like we said at the start of this, you know, football can be a dark, lonely place at times when things aren't going your well, aren't going your way. Sorry. So I want to try and make the most of this kind of feeling that we've all got at the moment because I'm hoping it can really, really kick us on in our league form as well. And um, overnights are always great, aren't they, Anna? I'm sure the players just love that. You know, you're travelling down on the Saturday, you can relax and get ready for the game on Sunday. You played in the last time you played Bridgewater. Um, can you remember much from the game? Um, of course, Tasha's late winner was unbelievable scenes, but can you remember much from the game and Bridgewater as a side? Um, I think they're quite a physical side. Um, so it'd be maybe a bit of a scrap, um, a bit of what we're used to. Um and obviously, it was a late win, um, but hopefully, you know, we can build on what we've had on Sunday and maybe, you know, a better performance than we did previously play them, more convincing win. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And um, before I go over to you, Blue, to, to end off the, the Bridgewater preview, but Anna, um, for you, what, what's your go-to in, when you're on the coach? Are you uh, a music listener? What do you do at go-to services? What do you eat? And um, is, is Nikki or anybody shouting at you about, don't eat that? Um, Nikki's pretty good to be fair. I think she lets us eat what we like. I think I've had a few burritos um, before. They're always quite nice. Try and avoid the McDonald's, but sometimes you've got no choice. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll try to be healthy this uh, weekend. Definitely. And uh, Blue, how are you feeling going this one? Will you be joining us? Hopefully, yes. Hopefully. Um, I really want to make the trip down. Um, long trip, but um, yeah, hopefully I will be. Um, I think it'd be a tough game. I think Bridgewater are a, a difficult side. I think a few weeks ago they played Southampton. Southampton won two 0 so it might be a good. But it's so hard to tell with results in this league because they, they go either way. Um, I, I mean, looking back in the FA Cup, they lost two 0 to Man United, which sounds like a great result. Um, so yeah, they'll be a really tough team, hard to break down. Um, but yeah, full confidence in us to get the job done, especially on the high. Um, as long as we balance that sort of complacency that comes with with the high. But yeah, no doubt that we'll do that and the preparation will be good to week. And uh, one final question, Joe, before we wrap up. I know you've probably got to get ready to, for training um, today. Um, 
what's it like for you doing all this traveling um there's more traveling than we've ever done um as a manager as a coach how, how do you prepare for all this and um do you like an overnight stay as well I do, yeah. I think it um, enables the team to develop some really close bonds, which I think is really important because um, you know we're all in this together. You know, we all we all understand what we're trying to do, um, and I think that, that sometimes these coach journeys can, can really reinforce what what's really important. Because um, yeah, as I say, we we we're all in this together. We're all committing to the same goal, um, and the wave can go up and down at times. Um, and I think that the opportunity for players to get some real time together is, is really important. And um, yeah, let's start for like as well. You know, we I think it's just about preparing better, um, you know, ensuring that we can do everything we can to, to, to perform the best that we can. So being able to travel down on the, the day before kind of relieves any kind of uh, pressure of not making it or getting stuck in traffic, etc. Um, it just allows us to, to wake up and be a bit more professional with, with our preparation for the game. Um, it does have some challenges a little bit, especially when you're that far away, because um, even a lot of our reflections from game, we I actually try and do Sunday evening. Um, and if we can't get the footage uploaded and processed in time, then that, that can carry on into Monday. Um, and it kind of disrupts the week a little bit. Um but it's just part of it, you know, and um, fortunately we've been able to increase kind of the staff that we've got. You know, we've got some some great people that are helping us with a bit of our analysis at the moment, which is great. So, yeah, we like them. I think it's difficult at times being away from family um, when, when our working week is so busy anyway. Um, but, yeah, it's just part and parcel of the job, really, um, which is why we want to try and do as best as we can uh, to just increase everything that we do and provide more opportunity and more resource um, to try and, yeah, keep making more memories, joy, more joyous moments and, and the euphoria that we felt. Hopefully we can we can keep feeling that with the sacrifices that we've been putting in so far and the ones we'll keep making to ensure that our future for all of us is, is a really positive one. Definitely. Well said as ever, Gaffer. And um, Blue, I'll let you outro. It's been a pleasure having Joe and Anna on the show. Take it away. Thank you all for listening. Um, if you were there on Sunday, hope you enjoyed the, the thrill of the FA Cup. Um, but we'll, we'll be back next week. Many thanks to Joe and Anna for joining us. I know you've got training soon, um, but thanks for your time. And we'll see you next week. From true crime to football, Brexit to Oakville. more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.